Life Audio. Welcome to the Homeschooling Families Podcast. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and I am so glad you're here. Today, we're going to be talking all about community. For as I've talked to homeschool families all across the country, a common theme is that those who found their people tend to be more stable and intentional in their homeschool endeavors. So I cannot overstate the importance of that. In fact, our entire Teach Them Diligently 365 community is built around that, connecting homeschool moms from all around the world in a community of like-minded families with access to incredible on-demand resources, regular get-togethers, and lots of fun and fellowship all year long. You can learn more about TTD 365 at teachthemdiligently.net forward slash community. I'm excited to welcome Lauren Bordeaux to the show today, and I cannot wait for you to hear all about what she and her family are working on. They're building a community within the homeschool world as well, but they're taking a very different approach to it. Lauren is the founder of Homeschool HQ app, a first-of-its-kind app for homeschool resources. Lauren and her husband, Andre, homeschool their three children, ages three, six, and eight. Their family enjoys exploring their new home of Tennessee after a career of living in and traveling Europe with the State Department. The Homeschool HQ app is a user-populated homeschool resource platform built by homeschoolers for homeschoolers. It's a great place to find learning opportunities, resources, and community. So I'm eager to learn more about this new resource, and I'm sure you are too. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Lauren Bordeaux. Lauren, welcome to the Homeschooling Families Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I remember seeing your setup in Pigeon Forge this year. I was so intrigued, so excited. So I actually, I want you to tell us a little bit about what you guys have been working on. Then we'll talk about kind of community and we're going to really explore some different things. But I think that the way that God has led you guys to build this out is fascinating. And I think it sets the stage really for what the need is and and how families can take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. So my husband and I have built an app called Homeschool HQ. It, Like he said before, it's a user-populated homeschool resource app. And we built the app so that homeschoolers can find community more easily in their local area by finding the resources that are available to them. We found that there are many, many local resources available in areas across the country, but they can be difficult to find. And you can search for hours and hours on the internet and still not find exactly what you need. Yeah. And get overwhelmed the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Become easily overwhelmed. Yeah. And you can join 15 Facebook groups and still maybe not find the right fit for your family. So we wanted to help change that and make it easier for homeschooling families to find the resources that are in their community. So the Homeschool HQ app, it's it's a database, but it's user populated. So our users can actually go into the app and add their favorite local resources for other homeschool families to find. And um, it's kind of like taking what has been in the past kind of word of mouth mm-hmm. um, transfer of information into a digital platform. So homeschoolers are helping 
other homeschoolers to find those really great resources that are available that just not a lot of people know about. Yeah, that's what's so, and homeschoolers love to share. That's one of the things that I think, you know, if you ask for opinions or you ask for ideas or whatever, we are so quick to share. I love that there is a platform for doing that because I, re- I remember growing, you know, as we, my family was growing up, you really, we were at a loss and we would stumble into stuff and be really excited about it. But I know there was a lot of stuff we missed just because there was no opportunity for us to figure out what it was. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we have heard from many people at different conventions. We attended TTV and a few other really big conventions that many veteran homeschoolers wished that there had been something like our app when they started homeschooling. So we want to be there for veteran homeschoolers and new homeschoolers to help them find what's in their area. Um, what, another one of the reasons we started this app was because we started homeschooling at the beginning of the pandemic. And we had actually been planning to homeschool already for a few years before the pandemic hit. But when the schools closed, just happened to be when our oldest was starting kindergarten. So we started homeschooling and we had just moved to a, a new area also. So we didn't know what resources were out there and many of them just completely stopped. Wow. So I was kind of at a loss. Like, how do I build this homeschool community when nothing is happening? And how do I make friends when nobody's leaving their houses? Right. Right. So it was the year after um, and that we that I kind of came up with this idea. And I had seen a lot of people give up on homeschooling because they had started homeschooling during the pandemic and just thought, this is not for me because I don't have the support that I need. Um, and thankfully we had already committed to homeschooling. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm going to figure this out. And then I, I asked my husband, like, what is, what, isn't it interesting that there's no app to find homeschool resources in their, in your local community? And he, he was like, there isn't one. And so he looked and no, there wasn't one. So we just decided to go ahead and build it ourselves. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. And it's it's so funny. We were talking before about this influx of new apps. You know, you I think you noted that homeschooling is kind of moving into the digital age. Mm-hmm. And yet, even still, what you're doing is really not represented in all of these new endeavors from different people. And it is so important, like I mentioned in the the introduction, it's so important to get plugged in, right? you know, and, and to get plugged in locally where you can go to a park, sit out in the sun, let your kids play and just enjoy some adult conversation and, and time out. That's a really, really big deal. How have you guys found from your own experience? Because I know you're you're new to this world. How have you found just by finding these different opportunities that it has allowed you to connect with other local families? Yeah. So knowing what's available to me and being able to like just reach out and try different resources and opportunities, it has allowed me to make friends Hmm. and for my children to make friends in outside of an online community. Right. Um, There you know, there's a lot of social media available and homeschooling can become, can easily become 
just an online schooling opportunity. Right. And without taking any time to step outside of that and get your kids outside with other kids, like you were saying, and to meet up with other moms and dads. Um, so I actually, we actually moved again at uh, the beginning of last school year and I didn't know anyone. Wow. And I didn't know any of the resources that were available. So I just, I just dove in. That's kind of who I am. I just dig in really hard and like find as much as possible that's available. And so I just started trying things and making friends and not all of the opportunities that I tried were for us. And that's why there's so many different types of resources available because there's so many different types of people and families. Right. So some of the things we tried weren't for us, but I still made friends through those opportunities. And my kids made friends and we hang out with some of the people with from the different uh, co-ops and things that we've tried that didn't work for us. We still hang out with a lot of those people. Um, and moving, I, I could have chosen not to start trying new things and I would have ended up very lonely. Yeah. And I think that that can easily happen in the homeschool community. If, if you're schooling your kids and you're not getting out and trying different opportunities that are available, you and your kids are going to become lonely. Right. And that's not what homeschooling should be about. Like you, you are building a school around your family, but you should also be finding support from other homeschool families in your area. And I think that's huge. If you don't have support, it it's not going to be as fun as it could be. Hold that thought. We will be right back after a short break. Well, and, you know, when we talk to homeschool families, poll after our events, discuss in the community that we have, I hear so often as one of the major hindrances to thriving in your homeschool endeavors, your family endeavors, everything is this sense of isolation, this, this where, where families feel like they are truly on an island. And the fact of the matter is, while that may have been true back early in the days where you had to hide in your house and, you know, you didn't want the truancy officer coming along with the number of homeschoolers that there are now and the number of opportunities that are available there's really no reason for anyone to be isolated. Right. And I can't stress enough how important it is for you to invest in building those relationships because it's just like when we when we hear about Satan being a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, it's so much easier to pick off little isolated animals that are out on their own than yeah. if you're in the middle of a pack. Satan really would love to destroy your family. Getting connected with others, getting to where you're doing life together, the church is a body for a reason. Getting engaged with other people is so impactful for the health of your family, for the health of the mission that you're on and what you're trying to do through your homeschool. I really cannot overstate how important it is to get connected and not allow that sense of isolation to to really spring up in you. Now, with that said, there's been this huge swing of we've gone from isolation back in the day to now you could really overprogram yourself to death. Yes. <laughs> and and I imagine that especially as homeschool HQ gets built out more and more and more, 
that's going to really be a a temptation. You know, there's something you can do every single day. How would you kind of encourage families in that way? What have you found with your, you know, your young family to put safeguards in to make sure that you're not going too fast and furiously for everyone's good? Mm-hmm. It's very easy for me to do because I am very extroverted and I want to be with people all the time. But I think the most important thing is to make sure you your children have the time to do their at-home learning. So schedule that into your week first and then start looking at what resources and opportunities are available in your area and see where you can fit those into your schedule and don't overfill it. Mm -hmm. Because every homeschool looks different. But I think one of the big things that homeschoolers don't want for their children is to have a eight to five schedule of learning and homework. Right. So, you know, build in a, a nice routine and then say, okay, Tuesday afternoons, we've got some time. What's available for us out there? Or Fridays, I'm going to, we're not going to do school. We are going to join this field trip group or join this co-op, this enrichment co-op. See what you can fit into your schedule, but don't overfill it. Yeah. I know some people put safeguards on their family routine. Like we only do one extracurricular for every child. And maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe you focus on extracurriculars in your homeschool and book work is a very small part of your day. And so it's going to look different for everyone. But I think just laying out that schedule is really important. Yeah, I totally agree. And you've got to remember that that your primary mission here is within your family. And if you are adding so much in, if you're taking advantage of so much to where your kids are worn out and you're brittle because you're running to and fro, that's kind of working against what you're trying to achieve. So you want to be real careful with that. But you mentioned, you mentioned Lauren co-op. And so I wanted to to kind of park there because that's one of those opportunities that I get asked about a lot. You know, is there a benefit to co-op? Is co-op something that we should, everyone should be a part of? Nobody should be a part of? How can co-op actually help reinforce this sense of community and give people a place? Yeah. Not every homeschool family is going to want a co-op, but I think they're extremely beneficial in your homeschool life. Co-ops provide not just an educational value, but they also provide social opportunities for your kids. And even if you don't do a co-op, your child's going to have plenty of social opportunities. Oh, yeah. Socialization question is off the table. Like, <laughs> it's not even a thing we need to ask anymore. I wish that the homeschool critics would realize that, but they're just going to keep, they're just going to keep digging in on it. But it's not a question. Socialization is going to happen whether you're in a co-op or not. But co-ops p- provide another way for your children to have social opportunities. And then you've got educational value. And it's also taking, you know, something off of mom and dad's plate for the homeschool week. So like we're part of a tutorial and I go with my kids, but they're taught subjects by tutors for a whole day, which is great for me. Like I'm there, but you know, I'm able to take a step back and let them be tutored by other people for an entire morning which is awesome for me. And I think that's, it's a great option for a lot of families. 
Um, and maybe you don't choose to do that. Maybe you choose to be a part of a field trip group or, or some, or a nature study group, something like that. But there are such, it's such a, there's such a wide array of co-ops, tutorials, hybrid schools. If that's something you want to add into your school, you will be able to find right something that works for your family and your homeschool life. Well, and the, the great thing is, there's so many creative options. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go with a tutorial, like you noted, a very academic drop-off mm-hmm. co-op that almost functions like a hybrid type school environment. Mm-hmm. You can go with a field trip or enrichment group. You know, you really, like we talk about in heart school all the time, you line everything up with your mission. You understand what God has called you to do, and then you make your family function in line with that. And every family is different. Uh-huh. You know, and I was thinking as you were talking, Lauren, it's so awesome how God took your personality, the fact that you have lived in Europe, you've moved around a lot, you've really been through experience, you've had to fit into different cultures, different different places, different communities. Uh-huh. And it really, I'm sure was kind of do or die. You either put yourself out there or you wither away at home. Yeah. And that's exactly what God used to kind of spur you on to create this resource for others. And I think that that is just an awesome an awesome view of our loving God and how he does take exactly how he created us and exactly what he puts in our hands, and that's how he can use us. So I I really, really love that about your story. Thank you. And I actually grew up in, in the Air Force. Okay. And we moved around quite a bit. So I became very adaptable. And I figured out how to jump into activities and, you know, not drag my feet on trying to find friends. Because if I did do that, it could be years before I, you know, had a good, solid friendship. So I have taken that into adulthood. And um, we lived in Europe and we didn't have very long posts. They were just two years. So if we didn't make the effort to try to find opportunities for our family, we would just, you know, stay home the whole whole time, the whole two years. Yeah. So I kind of figured out how to, how to jump in and, and find friends really quickly and find, you know, classes and things for the kids. So yeah, that's what kind of led us to, to where we are now. And I wish that we had already had our app when we made our, our move last year, but it's here now anybody that's moving to a new area, it it works really well for that. That's fantastic. So for the next couple of minutes, we're we're kind of winding low on time, but I want you to tell us about the app. What is in there? How can people engage with it? Where, you know, if they're in a community where no one has jumped in yet, how can they start getting the ball rolling on that? Yes. Okay. So it's a subscription platform. So it's two weeks. It's a two-week free trial. And then it's $19.99 a year after that. We made it very affordable for homeschool families to add into their budget. But that subscription actually adds a safeguard for our users and our resources that not everybody's going to want to be on that. So it is a small subscription fee, but it's, it's less than $2 a month. So hopefully that's not a hindrance for our users. I, From what I hear... It sounds like from everybody we've talked to that it's budget friendly. Yeah. So when you download it, you will add all your information 
And one of the cool things we're doing in our next update is we're adding a digital teacher ID. So you'll be able to just click into the app, click your teacher ID and show it at museums, stores that are offering teacher discounts, lots of different places. There are teacher discounts in so many places. It is awesome. So when you add in your personal information, once our next update is done, you will be able to add a picture, add your school name, and we will create a teacher ID for you in the app. So that's how you sign up. The teacher ID should be done at the end of August. And then you'll be led to a homepage and that will have like rotating blogs and all of your favorited resources are in your are in your homepage. So if you favorite something, uh, you can go back into the app and say like, okay, I wanted to try this class this year or I wanted to reach out to these different co-ops. So it gives you a really nice place to kind of keep everything in the front of, of your mind. And then when you go into our resources section, we've got multiple categories. We have activities. We're going to be changing that to enrichment. And that includes classes, field trip opportunities, play, like play meetups, playground meetups, nature, trail visits, that sort of thing. And then we've got arts and we've got an art section. We've got a sports and clubs section. We have a discount section, which is really helpful if you are looking to save a little bit of money when you're ordering curriculum or at different businesses. We are constantly updating those discounts. And then if you go in there and you see that something you love is not already in the app, you can easily add that with our, there's a little add button at the bottom toolbar. And you can click into that and you can click into any category. So if you belong to a an awesome club in town, like a debate club or chess club, and that's not in there, you can just click clubs and add in all the information, a photo, and that will automatically be added into the system so that other users can find that club and see about getting in it. So it's really easy to add resources. If you don't see something a resource that you love in there, go ahead and add it. You don't necessarily need to like be the director of a program or something. You can just say, okay, there's a field trip date coming up at one of my favorite museums. I'm going to add that to the activities section so that other people can find it. We also have a co-op section. So that includes co-ops, hybrid schools, tutorials, and we will be changing the name of that to group learning. Okay. Because it's all encompassing. Yeah, It's not just co-ops. And so you can find exactly what's in your area. There is a map function. So you can actually see how far these opportunities are from you. So say you're looking for a drop-off tutorial. You can look and see, okay, there's one 20 miles from me. Awesome. And go and get all of the information and contact information to contact the director of that program. And if you are part of a tutorial or a hybrid or a co-op and it's not in the app, go ahead and add it so other people can find it. So that's the basic premise of where we are right now with the app. We're working really hard this summer on our first update. So that includes that teacher ID, the changes to our categories. Oh, another category we have is conventions. So TTD was in there and the other conventions across the country. And again, if you see a conference or a convention that we haven't added, you can add that in. Fantastic. 
So a couple other things that we're going to be adding, we're going to be adding like a business section so that homeschool friendly businesses can have a listing in there and they can also have a discount if they choose to in that section and that will be mapped out. So you'll be able to see the businesses in your local area that are homeschool friendly and reach out to those for for different things that you might need for curriculum, entertainment, podcasts, books. We have, we'll have a section for resource centers. So yeah, we've got a lot that we're putting into the app right now, but it's very functional and very helpful even now where, where the app is now. So we'd love to have all of you guys become users and help this app to grow. Fantastic. Where can we find it? You know, do we just go to the app store? Is it better to go through the internet? Okay, mm-hmm. Kind of vector us in on that before we run out of time. Sure. So we are on the app store and the Google Play store. You can find us there. And Homeschool HQ is all one word when you're searching for us. And we are on all social media. So you can go hang out with us on any of our, your, on your favorite social media platform. And if you're not on social media, Homeschool HQ is a great place to go to find resources that you wouldn't otherwise know about. Sounds good. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome to everyone else. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I hope this is exciting. This opens up a whole new world of finding local resources and sharing local resources, letting people know what's going on in your area and then connecting with others. We talk all the time about how the Great Commission begins at home and the way that we connect other people is phenomenal for that because the Great Commission is all about reaching souls and building lives and doing that together, letting your kids see how other families function, letting them understand how to live in relationship with people who may not look and act just like you. It's so important. Plus, it gives you the time to invest in others, be encouraged while also encouraging. So be sure that you check out Homeschool HQ, download the app, plug in, see what's there. We'll excitedly wait for all those new updates. And then I encourage you as well, check in to Teach Them Diligently 365. Get access to all of those resources. Join the community there. We can support you throughout the year and then make sure you're plugging in with locals as well. So go to teachthemdiligently.net forward slash community to join 365 and then make sure you check out Homeschool HQ on the app or Google Play Store. Have a great rest of your day and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining me today. It's my prayer that every episode of the Homeschooling Families podcast helps to strengthen your family by giving you biblical and practical ways to raise your children and educate them well. We'd love to engage with you more, so check out teachthemdiligently.net to find out about the resources and experiences we offer Christian homeschooling families like yours all year long. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, You'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and a whole lot more. 